Welcome to Femme Collective with Katie, Stacy, and Mai. So ladies, we are here. We have um, made it to our season finale, which is a little, a little bittersweet for me, mainly because I, I have actually grown and enjoyed this process more than I realized. Um, I, I call it now my passion project. And uh, maybe one day it'll be something more. But for now, I feel so like productive and empowered and, and, and just like cool because uh, we have a podcast, but in it, um, we are, we are, we're, we're pretty awesome. And uh, so many people know that now before it was just us. And now we're sharing (laughs) the awesomeness with others. So the reason though, why we are saying this is our season finale and, and we are taking a break. Well, one of the reasons, and I'll speak mainly for myself and obviously, you know, Stacey and Katie can, can say if there's, if there's anything different for them, but I mean, at some point, one of the things we've talked about in, in the episodes here, mainly love thyself and um, even postpartum depression, the first one where we talk about, you know, setting boundaries and taking care of ourselves and, and setting boundaries for ourselves might be the hardest. People always talk about setting boundaries for others and being very clear, you know, for your mental sanity, but you are included in that. You need to set boundaries for yourself. And I'm a big believer of that being that, you know, to stay disciplined and to to really prioritize yourself. And in that is just embracing balance. And that's definitely what we're doing now where we have dedicated a lot so far to Femme Collective and we will continue to dedicate more time and effort as well. But we just are going to take a little break and um, and balance being a mom, um, being career women, which we're also very proud of, being supportive and, and intentional wives. Uh, taking care of our men that also support us so well. And then also just, you know, not uh, operate at such a high productive level um, all the time. (laughs) So that's really, I know personally for me, that's one of the reasons why um, we talked about this and and decided upon why we should take a break and um, just to be true and honest with our listeners, which we've always have been, you know, that's one thing we wanted to just make it, make it clear and then have a season finale this season. Yeah. And I think modeling what it is that we, you know, how we give advice around this topic of boundaries and listening to yourself and knowing what you need. um, I think that's another reason why we want to do this too. Like we'll have our first season, which we loved. And we had some awesome conversations that we'll get to talk about today, kind of in a highlight or our, you know, kind of mention our favorites, But taking a break is going to help us be rejuvenated, refreshed, give us time to develop more and better content uh, for our listeners and the things that they want to hear from us about. And we're excited to do that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel the same way pretty much as y'all. One thing that uh, I don't know if I've shared this with you all, I feel like I have a little bit, but working with Mai and Katie, I mean, it can be intimidating for me if I'm honest, like I'm confident in my skills and abilities. Like I know that I have certain gifts and talents that I bring to the table, but I mean, these two women and I'll include myself too. These two women are, are like really incredible human beings as far as what they can achieve, as far as their determination, their work ethic. And so there would be times where, and I know the rest of y'all have felt this a little way too, a little bit too, is like, am I living up to the other ladies? Because they're freaking awesome. Like they're on it. They're strategic. 
They're coming up with ideas. They're consistent in their work ethic. And it's just like, where am I fitting in this? Because sometimes I feel like, am I behind the pack? And that's something that, you know, it made me start just reflecting and thinking about like um, how I communicate with my friends. And so I want to be able to better communicate um, with my friends and with you all. And that's something that I've learned to do and just be honest, like, hey, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed right now, or I'm feeling that maybe I'm not, you know, pulling my weight. Like, what do y'all think about that? And that's vulnerability, right? Like, because there's part of me, we know I talk about my self-talk and the internal dialogue I have. There's part of me that's like, let's protect myself. I don't want them to think that I'm weak or even though I know that they love me genuinely and unconditionally, it's just like, there's this, this intimidation factor that I, that I face that I wasn't realizing that I would face in working with you all on this passion project. That's, you know, supposed to be fun and creative, but because y'all are such independent, ambitious women, there was a little bit of like, oh my gosh, they're really good. And am I as good as them <laughs> kind of thing? The answer but, is so. yes. We, <laughs> we, and you, you mentioned this earlier, but yeah, we've all felt that way through this process. I mean, because what our listeners probably don't realize unless they've, unless they've, you know, developed and, and produced a podcast before is that there's a lot of behind the scenes work that goes on in addition to, you know, just kind of making sure that people are aware that we have a new episode and, you know, that we announce it in different places and, and that, you know, we start conversations with our listeners. And so there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that does not just include recording. And I know that that is what Stace is referring to because it's just, it's a, there's a lot of different tasks to split up sometimes, but I mean, I felt the exact same way, you know, when life takes over and the things outside the podcast, um, start being heavier or, higher in volume or something, it feels like this, uh, your passion project might be the first thing to go, but it honestly didn't. I don't recall like a bunch of slipping, even though I said that the other night and I got called out on it by the girls in our group text. Um, but yeah, I mean, Stacy, you, you are exactly all of the things that you just said about us. And it just reveals, you know, th- that's one thing I learned about everyone is that we all have insecurities, but we also talked about them all and helped each other to realize either, yeah, they were, or no, you know, you might be, um, overanalyzing this. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's funny you said that Stacey. So you basically, you know, are admitting something you learned about yourself, you know, throughout the process so far. And, and I think that these are, we've even talked about it. Should it be an episode where we talk about, you know, the benefits and common pitfalls of being an overachiever, which we all are. I mean, cause Stacey's trying to act like Katie and I are doing something different. Mind you, she's got two podcasts going on at once. Um, so and I only start another one and she, and she probably will start another one, but it's, it's a matter of like, I think you learned what I've learned and I'll start the conversation, you know, shift here where, I've learned that about myself, that I've always, I knew I was a perfectionist as a, t- as a child because my mom would remind me constantly and my brothers, but I felt like, you know, I've grown so much. I don't, I don't have to be perfect. I don't care that I didn't get an A anymore or a hundred or a, you know, pat on the back saying job well done. You know, I, I'm always comparing myself to myself and that in and of itself is a problem because at times I compare myself to a former past my that had like no kids or, or husband, or I compare myself to something I did a week ago where every day is a new day. Every day, my best will change 
and it should change, right? Sometimes your best can be elevated, but sometimes you just ain't having a good day or a good week and it's come down to an average level. And even me saying that now makes me laugh because it's like, it's come down to an average level. Average is, is just perfect. It's fine. <laughs> There's nothing out there that says that you need to be operating above average at all times. And, um, and that's what I learned about myself where it's like, I got to work on that. I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk to my therapist about it, honestly, next week. But I will also just keep it in mind to stop comparing myself to myself and comparing myself to my closest friends to where we are completely vulnerable and we are honest when we have a lot going on and when we don't. And what we want to do for others that we love is, you know, pick up the slack or help them out whenever we can. And that's what we do for each other which is what I absolutely love. Yes, we we totally do because anytime someone is worried or expresses that they feel like they might be pulling their not not be pulling their weight or that they have something else going on in their life that feels overwhelming, um we just pick it right up and I think pretty judgment free, I yep. would say. Um and so my I I second that you are a perfectionist for sure and it has come out yep. um in our work together, but you know the The positive benefit of that is that you keep us on track more than anyone else. And that makes us, you know, be sure that we complete what we need to complete in order to help the show keep running. So it's a real benefit to us. If you can find a way to not let it be um, as like negatively impactful to you, there's, there's a benefit that you can harness from that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's one of the things that we kind of talked about when we were discussing this episode is all of the different things, like we've known each other. I mean, we know each other pretty well, but there are things and gifts and talents and abilities that have come out because of us doing this, that individually, we didn't realize we had, and that we didn't realize each other had. And that was one of the things, you know, Katie, that you just talked about with the perfectionism that I picked up from Maya. I was like, Maya is like project management. Like Maya is going to make sure that the tasks get completed. And when people are not focused, she will refocus you. <laughs> and we, you need that when if, if any kind of project, a passion project, a work project, you need somebody who's like, we have these things to do. They need to get done. Like, and that really came through with my, the other thing, my, that I was just really impressed with you, which I already knew you were kind of this way, but you're so consistent in your transparency and your vulnerability and just sharing like how you were at one place where you got to another place through growth, like you're consistently sharing that. And I think you're really good at being able to be relatable and talk through those things. And so those are the things kind of that I picked up from you in doing this. So bravo. You guys are, you guys are the sweetest. I mean, it makes me feel good that I'm not causing any extra stress on your life. Cause I cause it within myself all the time, <laughs> but I will say that, um, you know, it, along those lines in general, I got to say, Stacy is definitely our PR queen. I mean, when it comes to, you know, you got to post this like that or those colors don't don't look well together. We got to make sure our branding is on. <laughs> this song should be highlighted, you know, in our stories and even posting random questions within our Facebook group. You know, really, when it comes down to it, I know that we chose to do this because of our desire to connect with others, period. And then we've just been able to benefit from from the connection within our trio and what we've gained and grown you know so much from it and so that's where I just feel like it's amazing to see how Stacey you know actively connects with others 
while I know at times Katie and I will do it in a more, you know, behind the scenes kind of way, ask questions, mainly Katie, Katie asked the best questions and she'll just say, I'm here for you. It's almost like she needs to have a couch. Like if there was a virtual couch, whenever you could like <laughs> schedule some time and sit on it and then just have Katie ask you personal questions. <laughs> Mind you, I just want everybody to know questions that come up, especially those from Katie in the middle of conversations are not planned. These are not written down. These are genuine questions that Katie is asking because they come up often. And so I just love how Katie has, um, you know, continued been like our, our official unofficial moderator at times or just cause us to be a little more intellectual and focusing on like and on research and, and TED Talks and books and all this stuff. And, and that's where I've always known this about Katie, but it's just been nice to watch it uh, perfectly fit into what we envisioned this podcast to be. Um, and then, I, of course, she's our creative director there with her word art and, uh, <laughs> and making, sure, and making sure that our announcements are on point or just done. <laughs> I mean, Katie, did you know that you were going to be our digital creator? Like, Oh, my gosh. That? No, absolutely not. I didn't even know how to use some of these applications that we use in order to create them. <laughs> I didn't even know they existed. No, I would have never pegged myself for that. But, you know, I, I do get that question sometimes, Maya, that you mentioned about, you know, do you guys have these planned transitions or these planned questions? Are they planted, you know, amongst you? And I'm like, no, they really aren't. I mean, we come up with kind of a general flow of a discussion, but it is not like, you know, after this point, uh, Katie, raise your hand and ask this question. Like it's definitely not planned like that. Do you remember when it reminds me of when episode where I was, we were planning for an, an episode and I was like, my, are you okay? If I ask you some questions, like, you know, during the episode and, you know, we talk about perfectionism and stuff like that. And my's like, well, no. yeah, are you going to send me the, are you going to send me the questions prior to, and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no I'm not going to send you the questions girl. <laughs> no. And she really wanted them too. That's, and so that's my favorite episode actually is vulnerability. And that one, there was so much hesitation from my, she did not want to do it. It was kind of like the most recent episode that we just released on racism. I think Maybe there's just some hesitation to talk about things that are really, really hard for her, but that was such a good episode because Stacy did intend fully to like do a full analysis during the episode, but instead in her perfectionist way, my goes and does all this, you know, thoughtfulness before the episode. And she figures out why she was hesitant to be vulnerable in the first place. And Stacy was even not going to give her those. I know. I know. <laughs> just needs a little prompting. Yeah, no, but I did. I did need you. And I will say that was my favorite episode too, Katie. So you took mine, but that's okay. Because as you guys noted, I'm prepared. So I have, you know, first, second, and third written down and I'm going to talk about number two, but um, what I did get, and the reason why it's my favorite, and I'll say it right here, because I think it's a perfect example of just how, when you have this, this special circle of, of friends that um, sister friends, that love you for who you are and also push you to be better, but do it with such grace and compassion, then you are able to freely, one, be vulnerable, but then also learn about yourself. So I was able to learn about myself, but even implement some of the things that Stacey told me that I had never thought about. Like that whole thing where you tell someone like, hey, I'm going to be, is this a safe space? I'm going to be vulnerable now. I tried it with my husband. And I remember the first time I tried it, he's like, what? Huh? <laughs> 
but it's like this is a little too formal yeah yeah it's a little too formal for him hey it was formal for me i'll admit but i've been able to there are times now that i'm vulnerable with him and i don't have to introduce it i don't have to say i'm going to be vulnerable i don't have to say is this a safe space because we've been able to foster that naturally right. And then continue it on. And I got to tell you that episode, the reason why it's my favorite, it's completely changed just the way I interact with people um, to where now I'm trying to be, I still am trying to be uh, more aware of, of times when people are clearly being vulnerable. So identifying it for what it is has helped me be more compassionate in my response, but then also find a very good way to be vulnerable without trying to like top what they had to say. A lot of times I would like, not top people, but, but just be like, oh, you have that story. Well, I got this story. How about this? Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not like, it's not compassionate or productive. I mean, sometimes people just want to talk and they want you to listen. And, and I feel like I've become a better listener in that way. And then tapped into some, some just good pure love that people have to offer you. And then I can also give to them. So that's why it's my favorite. And then there's mama trauma and then there's racism. And then there's, I mean, all of them. I mean, there's so much that we share. <laughs> And I listen back to them all the time. The lady, Katie and Stacey laugh at me, but I listen to our episodes in the car when I'm working. And that's like, I know what I said. I know what they said, but I just love them. I almost never listen to them again. Like there's only a few that I've listened to, maybe two that I've listened to after they've been published. I don't. I'm going to have to rethink our analytics because maybe 20% of the downloads is my. No, 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 no. She's inflating it. Dang it. Oh no. Um, I just love the growth. Like we, it's like, we're learning from our own episodes. Like how crazy is that? My favorite one was mama trauma, just because that was the, the one that I learned the most from personally, like that was personal development for me. And it really checked me as a mom and like held me accountable. And I was even having a conversation, a little quick chat on social media with Katie one time. And I was just like, I made a post and I was like, oh my gosh, what meta message was I sending to my daughter when I said that. And I'm like, it's just the awareness that it's created in me to be more mindful in how I mother my daughter. Like that is something that will have a permanent influence on my relationship with her while I'm on this earth. Like that's why that's, that one's my favorite. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. You're right. You and my both have mentioned, you know, that you are, um, that you've learned and you've grown from some of these episodes. And it's like, that was not I I think that's a byproduct, like a very welcome, happy byproduct. We did not know that that was part of our objective. Ultimately, we wanted to reach other people and connect with other people and empower other women. Um, And instead, like in that process, I think while we did achieve that objective, but in that process, we also did that same work in ourselves, which is really cool. So we wanted to just really shout out our listeners during this season, like, we had no idea what was going to happen. I mean, this is our first time doing a podcast. So like, we didn't know, are people even going to listen to what we have to say? And so with just like the outpouring of support from like day one, we were just, I remember us being like baffled, like, oh my gosh, like we were expecting maybe like 10 people (laughs) to like listen to our episodes. And if if we even said, remember, we were like, if it's one person that's benefiting from these episodes, like that is worth it. Like that, that person, that individual is worth it. So like, that was our goal. Like if we can just impact one person and we were able to impact way more people than that. I mean, we, we watch our analytics just to see how we're doing and to see what conversations go well. 
And I mean, even as we wrap up, this is our last episode, but I mean, we've already had 781 downloads, maybe 20%, like I said, of those, maybe my, but that's still really great. And um, no, it's not. We're in eight different countries, y'all, eight different countries, like Belgium, Mexico, New Zealand, like that's crazy. Like, I don't think we were ever, like I said, imagining that. And then even within the U.S., like about 60% of our listeners are in Texas, but we have like 28 total states that we have reached. Like, I am just overwhelmed with gratitude that we get the support that we do and that people are connecting with us and that we have that space to do all of all the things that we're doing through the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I think we got such great feedback from our listeners. Um, We've gotten it in private. We've gotten it publicly in our Facebook group. Um, I think most of the feedback that we've received is positive. Although as you all can probably imagine, we would have been open to something constructive if it was a healthy discussion too. Um, and we, we really do look for that. I mean, all of us are really good at, at, um, taking feedback and even more importantly, like shifting to implementing it. So we're super good at that and we would welcome any of that, but I loved particularly one of the conversations in the, in the Facebook group where we talked about, uh, commenting on other people's bodies. That Mm. was so eye opening for me to hear all of our different listeners, talk about their own experience. Some people from like an expert level, you know, some people who are therapists for people who are working through eating disorders. I mean, we just, we have this broad audience who, you know, we think it's like, okay, we want to connect with them, but really again, we are the ones learning from them in these instances and it's broadening our perspective and changing our minds um, on things that we, we might've gotten wrong before. And I just want to, I, I just want to, you know, piggyback on Stacy saying how grateful we are for these listeners, because uh, it's more than you just listening to us talk. It's about hearing your comments and perspectives and thoughts on what we have discussed. And we are so grateful for that. Yeah. And I, and I do want to say uh, along those lines, one thing that I have just been honestly blown away by and, and, and maybe just, you know, I, I, as I've mentioned before, I grew up with, with only brothers. Um, so one thing that uh, I, I wanted to highlight was that a quarter of our listeners are male, uh, which to me, I would have been shocked if it was like 5%, but it's, it's crazy how we've had a steady male following may it be because they want to understand our perspective, you know, to be, um, more understanding, compassionate themselves, or I know that we talked about it, Katie, where maybe they're, they're true allies to where they want to know what's going on in, in women's lives to be able to make the workplace better, make just all their relationships and, and the world that they're in, their community better. And so I've just been impressed by that, um, even more than the different countries, I mean, the different states, because people can listen from anywhere, but it's more so just the fact that we've had a steady, stable a consistent male following. And hopefully they've been learning from it too, even though they haven't really engaged in any of the conversations, which I understand. And, and I'm not asking you to at this time, but it's just a matter of, you know, it's, it's nice to know that people are still listening and hopefully growing themselves from what they hear. Shout out to the men. That's right. Hey, I, I wanted to add something funny that I realized um, because, you know, as I was thinking through, what did I learn from this, you know, these 13 episodes that we have, 
Um, one of the funny, well, two funny things. <laughs> That's funny that I just said, um, right before I said this, but I can, I can see as I edit the podcast episodes for like silence and stuff, I can see and identify the shape of everyone of the sound of everyone's ums. I can see the shape of them and I don't even have to hear it to know what sound it's going to make. And I think that's really crazy that I can tell that. The other thing is, is that I, I have found out I have a podcast voice and it's like, it's not the same as my real voice. It's a little different. <laughs> and so when I listen back to some of these, I'm like, who's that girl talking like, so very that quietly. Was, um, remember what my husband said? He said something like, you sound like NPR. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Katie, Katie does have an NPR voice, which is funny. Is, do you think that that's probably why you, you don't like to listen back? I mean, I, I think your voice sounds great. So I just find um, it weird that you don't listen back to them at all. It could be, I don't know. I mean, I, maybe it's just that I don't want, I don't want to taint what, how I already feel about it. I don't want to overanalyze it or pick it apart and just knowing who I am. I just want to be proud of what we did and, in and enjoy in the moment, the conversations that we have. Um, and so, you know, when it's done, it's done. And then the world gets to hear it. And you know, the world, <laughs> the whole world gets to hear it. Well, it is worldwide. <laughs> That's right. Well, we are. I mean, if you can count eight countries, that is, I mean, that's the definition of global. <laughs> Speaking of men, I kind of want to hear a little bit about what your husbands think about the podcast and how they've been supportive. Um, just real quick. I know my, like your husband is hilarious. Like, can you share a little bit like what he said about our pod, like some of the funny stuff, but like our personalities and stuff like that. And then Katie, you too. <laughs> um, yes, my, my husband's very supportive. He, this is, this is definitely on his to-do list every week, even when he's a couple episodes behind. Um, he's part of the, of the quarter of the male listeners that listen consistently. <laughs> I know he is, but uh, he's just, you know, he's, so he's described me as the, the crazy loud lady with a microphone on, in the middle of the street, which I, I still don't know if I should be offended by it or proud. You should. Or proud. No. <laughs> because and that's what. I disagree. Guess what? Sometimes the crazy lady with a microphone in the middle of the sleep in the, of the street gets some good information from people. So I'm okay with that. Sometimes, <laughs> but um, very then, rarely. But. Yeah, yeah. But then he describes um, Stacy as like she sounds like the the church lady with her nice fancy hat. I mean that Stacy's always quoting scripture and her devotionals, <laughs> which I love, by the way, and I don't want you to change. But I don't know why he describes you as I a won't. church lady. And then like Katie's the NPR Zen lady, just sitting in her bathtub with bath bombs and um, reading a book. <laughs> so that's how my husband describes us. Which wait, is hilarious. For the record, I am never in the bath when I'm recording an episode. Okay, everyone. Like, I don't want everyone to think I'm I'm posted up in my bath with my laptop and my microphone because that's not it. <laughs> no, we would not allow that. So but yeah. that's really funny that he's pegged us all for kind of like what he envisions us as characters in this podcast. Yeah, caricatures. That's what he said. If he could draw us, that's how he would draw us. That's probably what our podcast art needs to look like. Ooh. No. <laughs> Crazy lady in the middle of the street with a microphone. No, thanks. I mean, it could just be like, Katie could be like this. And then I could have my church hat on with my Bible app open. (laughs) Your Bible app. Um, How about you, Katie? So he's been very supportive. Although, you know, sometimes when he falls behind, I'm like, how come you're behind? Like, this is such an exciting (laughs) thing, (laughs) which 
which everyone deserves grace. I mean, even my family members are a couple of episodes behind and I, but I've just loved how supportive that they've all been. And my husband though, is also very protective of my time because sometimes I'm not. And so mm. a couple of weeks ago, he was like, you know, I think, you know, you're probably ready for a break on this. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I think so too. Um, just because we, it, you know, just like everybody else who's listening, you just got a lot of different things come up in life. That's that take your time and your attention and your focus. And the thing that I am, I definitely want to always try to do here is to give my all to this project. And I think just a couple of weeks ago, life just got to me and my husband is very in tune with that. And he's like, I think it's probably time for break. And I'm like, well, that's good news because we've already planned for it. So, <laughs> so yep, coming right up, but yeah, he's been so great. So like, you know, I'll put the baby down. If you need to do this for the podcast, I know you need to edit tonight. Is there anything I can do to help you? Can I make dinner? Can I, you know, pick something up? And that's been really wonderful. It's great to have that kind of support at home. That's awesome. So my husband, what about yours? <laughs> my entertaining husband, he's, he's been very supportive too. I mean, like in general, which I don't know if I've talked about that that much on this podcast, but he's pretty much supportive in anything I want to do. I mean, he's known from since he's married me that I'm an ambitious woman. Like there's a lot of things I want to do and accomplish and he's here for it. And so he's always been supportive of that. He was excited when we talked about the podcast. He was like, this is going to be great because you all three of y'all are so diverse. Like each one of you are so different yet. You know, you have a lot of overlapping commonalities. So he was like, this is going to be good. And he left our first review on the podcast on Apple podcasts. I mean, he's here for it. Um, there were some challenges I would say, um, just to be vulnerable here. Um, as much as he's supportive, my husband is going to keep it real all at all times, hundred percent. So there were times where he was like, Hey, you're doing a lot right now. Like I'm supporting you. Like you're doing your podcast. You are committed to the gym and your weight training now. Like you're taking care of the kids. He's like, well, you know, but we still have a marriage too. So, Hey, don't forget about that. And I was like, you're right. Like, and he was right. And part of it is because, you know, when you get so comfortable with your spouse, sometimes you're like, he knows, like I'm doing all this, like he's good. He's understanding, but when you're married, if you're, if you're married, you understand, like you have to prioritize your marriage. You have to be intentional about that. And so that's something that I've had to learn to integrate in with this podcast too. Like I'm adding on another thing, but how can I still prioritize the main things, which, which are my marriage and my family. So he's been supportive in that and just keeping it real with me and like letting me know when I need to kind of shift some things around a little bit. So I've loved that, love the support and love the realness that he keeps on all of that too. And we have a marriage podcast that we're also doing. So there's just a lot that it's, it's being managed, but I just love that all three of our husbands are supportive and how they're all allies towards us being confident, successful women. Yeah. Just one last thing to add. I remember when my husband heard the postpartum depression episode, those I think are the two that move him the most because he just thinks about the support that a lot of women don't have when they have children. And he watched it firsthand when he, and he stayed home for three months with me and he watched it firsthand, how it feels to be helpless, particularly when the mother is breastfeeding and you know, how the dad can support and do try to do everything else because the mom can only do that. And he just, he kind of kept saying it in like an exasperated way after the episode is like so many women need help. 
there's so many women out there that don't get the help they need. Of course, these numbers are so high. Of course, they're probably skyrocketing. And I think that that probably impacted him the most as, as he thought about his direct observance and exposure to postpartum depression. And mine was pretty like mild to moderate. So hearing Stacy's, I think was really hard for him to think about how she must have felt how many, 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 many women feel similarly. And so I just wanted to say that I just wanted to mention that about him and and his, the impact that those episodes had on him. Wow. I'm so glad. I mean, I remember listening back to that episode. Every time I would have to listen back to it, I would cry because there's still some emotions there. So I'm, I'm really glad that it impacted him and that it made him think about it differently. And that's, again, isn't that like part of our, our purpose here? So it's amazing. Yep. Thanks for sharing that, Katie. And so what we want to share also, what, what can everyone in the Femme Collective group and a community look forward to in season two, but then also just in this time that we're taking a break? So one of the things for sure that we want to do is continue and even um, increase uh, our social media engagement to some extent with our Instagram account and Facebook group and really just have these conversations that were, if anything, the main reason why we started this, the, the, the fact that we love the conversations we have and then love hearing about uh, what other females and individuals think regarding specific topics that affect women uh, specifically. And so I know that that's something we're going to look forward to doing all of us. Uh, I will be the first to admit, and I didn't say this earlier, that uh, social media is not my jam. So it is just something that for I've learned, honestly, because of this, it gives me a certain level of anxiety, which uh, I do look forward to in season two, having an entire episode on it, and then just talk about social media effect and and, and how it affects our generation as millennials, but then also just even thinking about Gen Z and, and even our kids, which kind of scares me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, so I'm going to be pushing myself a little bit to, to be more engaged on social media. But then also maybe if we can, you know, release bloopers or, or release an episode here and there, a little conversation, a mini conversation um, during the time we're off. But we will be intentional on being balanced. And, and prioritize our our other life priorities <laughs> that we have and, and, and things that, that we also enjoy. Yeah. yeah, you know, I really like the idea of continuing to stay engaged on social media. Um, I think we've had the most conversation in our Facebook group. Um, so it's probably, I bet where it will, it will continue. I mean, I just, I can't believe the number of people that are willing to comment and share, you know, what they believe and it's just, it's a really cool place. And we, we talk about a lot how, you know, we think one of our, our primary advantages of being, of doing a podcast like this is that we're so diverse in our perspectives and backgrounds and things like that. But what we also value and know is that we don't know it all. Our perspectives do not cover the entirety of perspectives that exist And so that's why it's so important for us to have these conversations online with people while we take a break. Um, So we hope that people will still talk with us, like kind of get good conversations going um, until we get back and start recording a second season. Yeah, I'm excited about some of the topics that Mai just talked about, like sharing some insecurities some more. And we we have some other topics that we're excited about too, such as like the struggles of a career mom. Like that's come up a lot in conversation in our Facebook group or just other people personally talking to them. And it's definitely a topic that impacts us as working mamas. And so we definitely want to talk about that in the next season. 
I'm also excited to talk about toxic positivity. Um, I think that's going to be a great episode too. So we have a couple episodes that we already know we're going to want to talk about in season two. And again, if you have any suggestions or recommendations or things that you need to be, you think need to be addressed, let us know and we'll see how we can incorporate that into season two. We love all of you and we're just so grateful. And we hope that this podcast continues to bless you and continues to be an encouragement to you. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. Be sure to write a review and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at Fem Collective Podcast and continue the discussion by joining our Fem Collective Facebook group. Until next time, this is Fem Collective, where it's all about empowering connection through her perspective.